Dan and Jerry's Comedy Hour is brought to you by the letter P. And the number Q. And generous donations from viewers like you. Cue the theme song. Sunny sketch. Something the clouds. Comedy. Wretch. Oh, wretch. That would have been better. You're right. (laughs) I was not prepared. I had the guitar. There we are. That's a... You are in for the best improv uh-huh. stylings of Dan and Jay you have heard uh-huh. in a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Just fucking buckle your seatbelts, kids. It's a it's a bumpy ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bumpy improv ride. Dan, you, yeah. you picked something very weird uh, because we didn't have a recording to go. Well, I, was, I was hunting through it. And I didn't really find anything that was old again that didn't either have people that needed to be blurred out or like you couldn't actually understand so some of those old tapes are shitty uh so i had you look through the the box well what i have archived so far of the box <laughs> yes uh and this is the this is actually a good pick because this is the first moon shadow and black lightning story that we ever wrote our fun superpower having ninjas uh yeah. but it's also the first thing we ever recorded now that tape is gone but it is the first thing you and i ever ended up recording together that's true we did record this didn't we yeah we did like that was where we're like oh dan's got a tape player oh cool let's record this so we recorded it ourselves reading this and then eventually we just decided we were bored with scripts and um which is weird because this was in 92 and i'm assuming we recorded it in 92 but I, i'm almost certain we started the audio stuff in 93 i could be wrong i guess but pretty sure it's 93 fairly certain your thoughts, Dan? Well, my handwriting makes that look like a zero, but I know that's not mm. true. Oh, right, because you wrote the year on the greatest hits thing, right? Or Oh, on that. Oh, I see, on this. On this. on the Yes. On the, oh, I see. No, paper. I'm pretty sure it's 92 because we were in seventh grade. God, this is seventh grade writing? Yep. I mean, no, it's not, but it happened in seventh grade. <laughs> the setting is in 1993, though. Mm. Oh. Hmm. So, the near future the near of next year. Ah, that's very strange. Why did we do that? Okay, I I don't. We probably thought it would be funny if it was the future, which was a year from now. Maybe that does sound like the way we think of things. It does, but I, it sounds also too too good of an idea for us. So at, at that age, I don't know. We originally wrote modern. It looks like, and then crossed that out. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then that is funny. All right. You didn't, you didn't give us too much credit. Just enough credit. <laughs> just enough. Just enough credit. All right. That's fine. Just enough. Yeah. So just to give people a heads up, Moon Shadow and Black Lightning are, were our, as I said, our super power having ninjas that yes. uh, I did not know Black Lightning existed as a comic book character until the late 90s because I found, yep. I found one of those comics sitting in a Salvation Army. And I've been annoyed ever since. Is that weird? I've been annoyed for 20 years when I first... <laughs> and now he's a successful TV show. Still haven't come up with a good alternate name for him if we ever do anything with those characters again. Yeah, like, it's hard. It's hard to come up with that. I mean, especially because the irony that he wears an all-white suit played mm. by a white guy. Mm-hmm. It's just like... But I guess, I mean, you're, 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 you're crushing stereotypes because every... It seems like every black whatever mm-hmm. is, a, is a black man mm-hmm. in the comic world. Sure. And you're like... The smash racism. Let's make yes, him white too. That's exactly what I was doing. I was trying very. I was being very forward thinking, at the age of I guess twelve. So we yeah, must have been. We were, we were forward thinking in that, um, we knew that, that 
that that um, we needed to take the power away from black people mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, because horseshoe effect, rainbow bridge. All right, I am lost. I don't know what the horseshoe effect is, but I'm sure it's a um, a thing I'm supposed to see on Twitter and understand. Is that? It's a, it's a. It doesn't really apply here. Oh, okay. But it is when politics of the like, if you ex- consider the extreme right and the extreme left, mm-hmm. they actually are closer to each other at the extreme. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like the liberals that that say that black people's cultures and entertainment should be reserved for black people because white people keep co-opting them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, but that's that's separate but equal, guys. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a little extreme. So, so it's the extreme left is turning back to racism in a different yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In an open-minded way. <laughs> it's open-minded racism, guys. I see. That's what the horseshoe effect I is. see. That makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Should we read this story, which is the dark side of the law, which I'm pretty sure in no way relates to the later comic book we did? Well, no, in some ways it does. It's a similar story, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's written in your chicken scratch and then my giant chicken scratch. Uh, yeah. Alternatingly, should we just read them as as written uh, as as we each? Write I think them? I think that sounds. I think that's the direction I was going. Okay. Um, because it might flow easier because theoretically you should be able to read your own handwriting better but i know that's not necessarily true right right yeah 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 do you, now so, are we do we list ourselves as the authors cuz all i see in this light scan is daniel jason that's all i see <laughs> that's the that's the author mm. that is the pen name apparently all right is daniel jason wrote this okay all right well then that is um, canon for so to, to set up the stage a little bit and I'm sure Jay will probably share a link to this. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um, interesting things I just saw in here. Uh-huh. Um, 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 this started with a story map. I guess we were learning how to build a story. And so it had a story map. So you had to list out title, setting, mm-hmm. you know, protagonists, antagonists conflict and a series of events and then a resolution and then using that you then write the story Uh uh-huh uh-huh so on the story map title is the dark side of the law and then the setting is modern scratched out 1993 u.s northeast rocky mountains Uh uh-huh because we know so much about that place yep um i do now Mm -hmm. (laughs) um protagonists Mm -hmm. Black Lightning, played by Don Johnson, another name that exists in the uh, world of uh-huh. things. Um, Moonshadow, played by Chris Jensen, or is Chris Jensen. Yes. Um, Anonymous, and we've mentioned this a little bit. We read one of the the Shrinking comics. Oh yeah, that's right. Before, so um, these names may be familiar. Also, we note, uh, noted that we fucked up the names because Moonshadow is supposed to be Don Johnson. And black, so we put a little arrow switching them back. Yeah, there's little switchy arrows. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's barely visible. Um, antagonists are Temis, the big bad guy, mm-hmm. the BBEG of this RPG. Sure. Uh, Television. Mm-hmm. And Zap, whose name was Tonald Drump. Brilliant. Brilliant on our parts. 
How 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 little did we know? How relevant was he in 1992 that we wrote that? I don't. When did when did Home Alone come out? <laughs> Lost in New York. Oh yeah, that's it. Might have been around Home Alone. Uh, this might have been around Home Alone two time. Um, Home Alone two came out. Oh, that's right. The first one came out in 1990. Second one came out in 1992. All right. <laughs> yeah. So maybe. maybe well, wait. Now we found the. Re- but no, because if we wrote this. In early 1992, <sighs> that's weird. Why was he relevant to us I at all in 92 as, as, as children? I don't remember ever really thinking about him until obvious other times, but I guess I must have. Yeah. I mean, I did technically there work was... for The Apprentice for a half of a season or something. Uh, I don't know anything about it. I just drove a car around. Didn't Thankfully, didn't yeah. have to meet anybody. I don't I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. That's very weird to that's me. I don't. I can't explain me it. Me neither. Um, it's an external conflict. Yes, sure. Where we must rescue the captured anonymous and fight enemies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, event one, television tries to kidnap anonymous, but I'm gonna have to zoom in a little bit here. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, this won't scoot. Scroll. The uh, moon shadow rescues anonymous. Uh, reckon. Rick, some I think the right hand side got a little cut off. Uh-huh. Um, event two, Don Johnson turns back, CJ turns back. So I guess we have Don Johnson and 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 Chris Jensen changing to Moonshadow and Black Lightning, and then back. Okay, um, I don't know that that counts as an event. Twelve-year-old uh, me, but that's okay. That's all right. Uh-huh. Uh We had we had so many events, we did have to go onto another page. So that yeah. tells you something. Yeah, they wanted us to have um, five events in a resolution, and we apparently refused to do that. Yeah, we had uh, eight in a resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, the next night, Anonymous is kidnapped again at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ninjas go to rescue her. Mm-hmm. That's event three. And now event four is in Jason's handwriting. Yes, ninjas find cave hideout, get hung over molten lava, daring escape. <gasps> uh, yeah. Event five, get secret info on Anonymous's location. In- instead, find it was a trick, find portal instead. Uh-huh. Now, I just want to point out how we uh, have evolved this story over the years, uh-huh. because after a while, they get hung over molten synthetic cheese. That is absolutely true. That did eventually change, thank God, um, because that's yeah. important. I mean, you got to keep we got to keep on brand, Dan. Yeah, I mean, that's that was really stereotypical, uh, but, you know, cheese. Exactly right. Not, uh, exactly. Right. Event uh, six, Jason. Yeah, Black Lightning is sucked into portal, moon, uh, followed by a semicolon. Good on me. Or a mistake. Uh, Moonshadow willingly follows. <laughs> they meet up. Willingly follows. They meet up with a strange war ri- r- ridden. ridden world of the cats, which is spelled Q-U-A-T-T-S. It almost looks like Dan wrote that particular word. Uh, it does not look like my handwriting. <laughs> I uh, probably did. Yeah. Uh, event seven, Black Lightning, Moonshadow, leave, find Anonymous's location, bust in the main room, find the team is waiting for them, tells his creation story, because of course. Then uh, Synthetic Cheese Time synthetic follows cheese time. that, which I believe is a break in the story. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, event eight, Teemus is fought along with Zap. Teemus escapes in a space pod. Zap, and then in your writing, after arrested, I, we scratch that out. And is tied up by ninjas. Mm-hmm. And then, resolution. Thank you for saying resolution because that was in your your handwriting. Black lighting and, and Moonshadow find Anonymous. Thought they already did that. That's fine. Bring her home. She falls passionately in love with Moonshadow. And I do see that I wrote 
hot, steamy something and then crossed it out. <laughs> and we were apparently going to have an event 10, but decided that just, that was yeah, the end. No, that's we didn't pretty need good. to do anything else. That's no, we didn't need a post-credit good sequence. Enough. That's what it was going to be, is that the guy from Pulp Fiction, which isn't out yet, comes down and <laughs> invites us into the event. Holy shit, this is pre-Pulp Fiction. This is you pre-Pulp can see Fiction. How, you can see how it didn't influence us. Exactly. Yeah, well, you can see how it influenced Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. We we got a real foot fetish that happens later in the story. You'll you'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan. All right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> Daniel Jason, February tenth, nineteen ninety. I think it's ninety two. Pretty sure it's ninety two. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I I can kind of see my little twirly at the bottom. That's why people always call me Dan Gomelez. Mm. All right. <laughs> uh, Don and Chris Moonshadow and Black Lightning. Oh, just so we would remember. <laughs> think mouth See. and humor and teeth brain and mouth that's what? what those cross things say. yeah what the fuck is going on here uh it almost looks deep like i don't know what's going on if this is something that that i'm a th- i think mrs back was teaching us i'm pretty sure that's what class this was mm. I, was it just english all right anyway the dark side sorry. of the law yeah the dark side of the law guys here we go <laughs> dark side of the law <clears throat> Chris Jensen and Don Johnson were walking down the street in front of the school when they heard a scream. <gasps> it was anonymous. She was being kidnapped by an enormous television. Unknown to people, Don and Chris <laughs> were able to turn into correspond uh, super the hero ninjas. <laughs> Moonshadow and Black Lightning correspondingly. At this moment, they transformed into their ninja form and chased after the television. (laughs) Why the heck don't you jerks just leave me alone, the television said. We are here to stop your evil deeds, you maniacal, malicious, motorized murderer, stated Black Lightning. Chill out, he's just a TV. Shoot him for crying out loud, were Moonshadow's statement. (laughs) You can shoot me all you want, but your bullets can't hurt me, he said cackling so moonshadow and black lightning shot him with an electricity gun the only that can kill him he ran away leaving Anne behind oh moonshadow you're my hero were her only words as they led her home as soon as they left her house they changed back into don johnson and chris jensen just to be clear we actually were very lazy and mm-hmm. from after the first time mm-hmm. moonshadow black lightning are just msbl and anonymous is just ao and don Johnson and Chris Jensen are just DJ and CJ. Yeah, it's really good writing. We couldn't be arsed. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk to show that it's a different, like, you know, chapter marker. Yep. <clears throat> the night anonymous, the, the next night anonymous was kidnapped uh, also, but this time Moonshadow and Black Lightning didn't know until too late that this happened. Apparently, they could not hear her scream. A neighbor named Miss Houghton was asked for info and said that Anonymous and the Kidnapper, the TV, that probably was sufficient right there, that note. flew with the crow, cawed with the dove, and flew to the morning sun. In other words, they went east. Let's go, said Moonshadow. <clears throat> the only possible place they could go was into the mountains. Since they were to the east, and Moonshadow and Black Lightning had met up with t- the uh, with television there before. Hold on, I have to interrupt here. Yes, 
I've got like, some con- continuity issues here yes, because please. didn't we say the location? Oh wait. Unless the location of the fight is in the northeast right Ah, uh, that must be what's happening uh, here. Yes. Uh, uh, logic. We logic. Which means that they're, like, in California or something? I guess. I don't, I don't know. We didn't really establish yeah. that. Yeah. Continue. Um, oh, this is interesting. We're getting to some unwritten footnotes here. Uh, they went to the mountains as quiet as mice and snuck into a brightly lit cave. While they were sneaking down a tunnel, a neckbot grabbed Black Lightning and pulled him into a secret room. Moonshadow looked around and saw no black lightning, but he did see an Arsadroid, which, by the way, folks, is spelled Arsadroid. If you're yeah. English, enjoy that one thoroughly. It wrapped him up in synthetic cheese and threw him into a room filled with molten lava. There ah. he was hung by, and now uh, just one and two. There, there, there were potential footnotes um, where we were going to explain what these things were because that's how you write a story yeah. uh, if, if, if you're not Douglas Adams. And you just, you know, <laughs> anyway... Uh, molten lava. There he was hung by his feet along with black lightning. Secretly, Moonshadow had hidden uh, a boomerang in his butt pocket. He slowly pulled it out and th- out through it. Moonshadow was a pro at boomerangs, so naturally it missed the rope. No, just kidding. <laughs> Come on. It cut the rope in a split second. Moonshadow grabbed the rope, swung over to black lightning and cut his rope. After that, he grabbed black lightning and they swung out through a crevice in a cave. In a cave. Whew, said Black Lightning. That was close. Is that all you can say? We were almost lumpy bloody masses for crying out loud. We do have a footnote here. Here we go. Lumpy bloody masses. This is joke between MS and BL. Yeah, thanks. Really good footnote. <laughs> really good footnote to tell people there was a fucking in-joke there. What? <laughs> Sorry, we're picking on uh, our 12-year-old uh, selves. <laughs> yeah. As Black Lightning and Moonshadow walked down a hall, suddenly Black Lightning fell flat on his face. Moonshadow saw a box on the floor that Black Lightning tripped on. Moonshadow Shadow opened the boy box and saw info on Anonymous's location, <laughs> along with some synthetic cheese. When Moonshadow and Black there's some more asterisks. Mm-hmm. When Moonshadow and Black Lightning arrived at their destination, they saw a glow emitting from a cave. They entered the cave and followed it down. At the end, they saw a weird widow-like thing in the wall. (laughs) Black Lightning impulsively touched the weird window-like thing in the wall and was sucked in. Moonshadow followed to rescue him. When they landed, Moonshadow said, That trip felt like I was traveling through synthetic cheese. Suddenly, there were machine gun fires. Apparently, they were meant for them. Moonshadow and Black Lightning looked toward the source and saw a large, hulking, muscular creature that though looked somewhat like a cat. Don't! We're the good guys in this story, yelled Moonshadow. Oh, sorry, dude. I, like, got kind of shaken up, that's all, said one of the cats with a surfer accent. <laughs> Who and what the heck are you? asked Black Lightning. We're the cats, the surfer said, spelled Q-U-A-T-T. Pretty weird, if you ask me," said Black. Pretty Lightning. weird. Pretty weird that he felt that he had to spell that spell out. Spell that out. That literal. That's like saying, "Hey, Jay, can you? I'm a human." Spelled H U M A N. Yeah, this is good. Good explaining. We're good at this. Uh, <laughs> suddenly, there was immediate silence. The Cat King came to greet Moonshadow and Black Lightning. "You two have interrupted our war," said the King. "We will have to punish you." What do you mean, punish us, whined Moonshadow? We will give you a test. You must walk over a pit of hot kitty litter. Well, boasted Black Lightning, that ought to be easy. Without your shoes, interrupted the king. 
Well, said Moonshadow, who I keep changing his voice, at least our feet will smell flowery. <laughs> asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <clears throat> Soon after, our two heroes were ready for the test. Black, Black Lightning took off his shoes and passed only to burn one of his toes. Moonshadow, however, zipped over the coals with no problems. The king passed Moonshadow and Black Lightning. They soon were escorted home through the weird window... Li window... Lie oh, there he is. I'm supposed to be interrupted, interrupting myself and saying weird window-like. Weird window-like... Wait a minute. Let's just call it a portal. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. <clears throat> As Black Lightning and Moonshadow left the cave, they saw an arrow fly overhead. I'm glad we don't have any footnotes for this because these are just typical day-by-day -day uh -huh. flying robots. Uh huh. I suggest we follow the little bugger, hope it's not another trick, and rescue Anonymous. Good idea, Black Lightning. That was unmotivating. Didn't know who said it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they followed the arrow to the Rocky Mittens, where they found Landing Launching Pad. For arrows and other flying devices. Moonshadow and Black Lightning entered the pad quietly and went down the hall to the left. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I figured that if there is a main control room, it would be right there to the right. They took out their electricity guns, put them on, cremate, and burnt a hole in the wall. Sure enough, it was the control room. Well, shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Standing in the middle of the room was the robot warlord from another planet named Temus. <laughs> nice of you to join me, pathetic excuses for sentient beings. You shall not get away with this evil villain. Um, Moonshadow, I don't think that'll work, whispered Black Lightning. So apparently the default voice is Moonshadow? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It's really hard to say. So I've always wanted to say that, Moonshadow whispered back. Have a seat, ninjas. Suddenly, two chairs appeared from the wall and caught them. Metal cuffs wrapped around their wrists and ankles. Thank you. Now I will tell you my story of my creation. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Oh, that's still my writing, huh? Uh-huh. For, like, a sentence and a half. Uh -huh. About 3,000 years ago, a planet of octopus-like beings, that's how he would describe them all, right, mm -hmm. had no problems with their society except one. Crime. <laughs> No problem with society except the one problem society has. Crime. <laughs> they created a chip called the T-2000. Jesus Christ. When put in a robot, it became your equivalent of a policeman. <laughs> when, I was, when it was put in me, it was upside down, making me the vicious... We corrected that twice and both corrections were wrong. Yeah, we did. Low down, murdering scum you all love. So with my power to bring metal to life, I destroyed planet after planet. Now I'm here. Oh, by the way, your, your, your handwriting got better, and then mine is always just like, let's get this done. <laughs> that is what my writing reads like, and it's yeah, true. I, I feel like this is worse than it was at the start. Whew. While team is Pretty was... sure we, we probably did this in one day. I think I, yeah. I, we were on bunk, I was on my bunk bed. and That's probably true. <laughs> uh, while Temus was blabbering on, Black Lightning and Moonshadow, uh, oh, had. oh, had cut their chains. They jumped up and kicked Temus out of the way. It ca uh, in came Zap, Anonymous's co-captor, and said, "I have her tied up in the next room." Uh oh, 
You flaming idiot, shouted Temus. Black Lightning and Moonshadow fought strenuously, but to no avail. Temus had already escaped in a space pod. Well, fuck. Zap was running away and chewing on some leftover synthetic cheese at the same time, which all you boys and girls out there in TV land know makes you choke. And mind you, you will choke. When he tripped on a rock that gave Moonshadow and Black Lightning some headway. Jesus, Jason. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, they were wrapped up in their ca in their cable to be brought up, brought to the police. While Zap was being tied up, Moonshadow had found Anonymous and brought her into his ninja mobile. Was and was ready to leave. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't write a little TM on that. I know. Uh, Black Lightning put Zap in his trunk and they sped away. Oh, Moonshadow, Anonymous sighed, "You're my hero again." And that, my friends, is why synthetic cheeses. Oh, the heck with it. This synthetic cheese is making this omniscient being sick. That's how we ended it. An advertisement for a fake fucking... <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is happening? I would say that's almost an antivirus. Mm. Anti... 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 Antivisement. Antivisement. And... Yeah? You want to think that through, or you don't want to? You don't I'm want done. To... I I thought enough. Okay, that's fine. Today, now I for, I had forgotten in the lore of Moonshadow and Black Lightning that uh, much of what we have are actually electricity guns. Uh, and yeah. That the synthetic cheese gun is for special occasions. Um, <coughs> yes. I I have I have not finished this, but I I have started uh, just out of bits and pieces. Started making something. Oh oh there we go. Oh God, can you see it? Ah, there, there go. you go. Yep. Um, so I've started making, there's, there's one side of it. There's the other side of it. I had this little <laughs> tube from a thing. So I'm assuming that's where the synthetic cheese, how that goes up. So this is a mm -hmm. door handle to my old Saturn, uh, that broke off. <laughs> uh, this is, this is from inside of a tripod, but it looks cool. This is a, this is a, a, a brush handle. Uh, these yep. are varying pieces of different things that I've gotten that are just made of plastic and all happen to fit around the, the little central tube. There's a little thing. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to make a synthetic cheese gun for something. I have an idea for a trailer I want to make relating to Moonshadow and Black Lightning, but I don't. I want to finish the gun before I do it. But there's that. So that was nice. Yeah. Very good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what do, you, what do you think of our first forays into co-creation, Dan? It is the first thing I think. We must have been drawing some kind of comics before that, but it wasn't Moonshadow and Black Lightning. I don't know where they came from, actually. I don't know. I'm confused. I was just started. I started doodling it. Uh-huh just moonshadow fighting different things uh -huh. and then you want it in mm -hmm. and then started drawing both of them mm -hmm. yeah but and then we're and there was just vignettes i was just drawing different things happening right they were single you know just on the backs of like i think papers from like that i still had from mr forbes's thing and uh -huh. the paper dad would bring home from the hospital right and stuff. okay so we must have done those a long time before we even started drawing our quote-unquote comics because these are just yeah because these are two years later these are a full two years later that we started doing yeah. the comic <laughs> that's so yeah. weird it was just they were just doodles yeah i doodled a lot of stuff and then eventually you wanted in on it and we were doodling together you know i would draw part of it you would draw part of mm -hmm. it and that eventually turned into a comic so confusing I'm actually, why do you think, okay, so, yeah, you know what, and that makes more sense, because I know that we definitely made up some of their stories along with other stories we wrote, uh, like, from sixth grade. Actually, sixth grade is when we start. no, sixth grade is when we started writing together, Lies. This is the first thing we wrote 
that was like canon to our previous creations. That was that was on message. Yes, exactly. In sixth grade, though, yes, we did co-write stories, grade. or we wrote stories from the the same story from two different points of view. Yes. So, and I I have at least my I think I have both. I must have both in the box. There's there is a folder, a dare folder. Mm-hmm. And I think that has all my Econ Frame stories in it. Yes. And that is what this was. Oh, okay. It was an, my half was another Econ Frame story. Yeah, okay. And mine. That met your My space story. detective story? Did they yeah. somehow combine? Okay. Because we definitely did, uh, like, th- that was a shit we, we, I remember us, like, on the playground, we were acting out and improvising those stories. Like, yes. I remember that distinctly. And yes. then at some point, I know, we started, we were... No, anyway, sorry. The point was, you and I never tried to make Moonshadow and Black Lightning on screen, ever. Those are the two things we created first, and we did synthetic cheese commercials. Yeah. But that's weird, right, that we never tried to do that? I don't know. Maybe we just felt like we couldn't do it justice. I think that's probably what it I th- was. I think, I think the dream was you come, become famous for your synthetic cheese commercials, sure. get the money to do a proper Moonshadow and Black Lightning movie. Right, right. I, I feel like until you record it, uh-huh. it's all right here and perfect. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a very good point. Well, you know, and I, I remember distinctly, like, I would obsess over, I want to make a Black Lightning costume in person. And, and like, I did try several times. And I guess that the intent was to try and make a movie. And then we decided to do the slightly shaded and maybe even Black maybe Avenger play. movie, which I still have mm-hmm. to cut together. I still have a lot of footage from that. <laughs> and, again, I still want to pad it out with footage of us now shot on our phones i don't care how it looks that's really the aesthetic is not important at all um well we we can we can guarantee that the original scenes were not shot with the same camera every time you know no. same lighting and right exactly etc uh-huh. different lengths of hair um different entire plots yeah it's weird moonshadow and black lightning still has a, like a really special place in my heart and always will uh because it was like the first thing we wrote together but mm-hmm. also i don't know they're like we were doing and i've still haven't read a, a fucking deadpool comic but they're like our version of deadpool like commenting yeah, on what's a, happening there's a lot of fourth wall breaking and mm-hmm. yeah i didn't know until recently uh that i guess one of the reasons deadpool is what it is was this one lady not the guy who even created it but this one lady who wrote a ton of deadpools later on and she actually made it what like the version that's in the movie but nobody talks about uh-huh. her so i had no idea um so we need to meet that lady just yeah maybe she can help us make moonshadow black can you imagine if we got like a real comic book writer to be like oh yeah yeah, yeah we can do something like that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like ripped and so okay let's do this i want to so let's cast okay. i i have i have cast Bl- black lightning who i guess we'll call blue lightning or whatever for now we'll call him black lightning for now uh, I've cast him in my head before a few times. There are two okay. kids. One is um, not Will Byers, but the other kid who kind of looks like me uh, in Stranger Things. That kid. Kid who plays not Will Byers, but the other character. Um, God damn it. They're both kids with big lips and big eyes and weird hair. <laughs> uh, and then I've been trying to figure out either the black kid should play you because why? <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, is it the kid with the curly hair or the stray hair? Um, or the black hair? They, they all they all have big lips. I know. <laughs> That's true. They do. Is it... Wait, hold on. 
Of course, in this picture, Finn, they're like half duck facing. I, so. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, you know, it might be Finn Wolfhard. Actually, you know, honestly, I think Will actually is probably Will Byers. The kid who plays Will Byers is actually probably a better choice. Uh, because, uh, yeah, Noah Schnapp. Schnapp, Schnapp. Um, yep, yep, 100%. Oh, that kid. That kid could yeah, play me. Yeah, that'll do. Him or there's this kid who's in, and he might be a little too old now, but he was in... Um, Oh, he actually played young Sean on a couple on the last few seasons of Psych, um, and then we can have young Gus play you. Uh, <laughs> keep casting as the black dude. Uh, again, I don't find race funny, folks. I'm just saying I think it's funny because Dan's white. Uh, but I definitely have cast. I am so white. Who do we cast as your father? Because in my head, like my character's parents are basically my actual parents. Uh, so who do we cast as your dad in? <laughs> As Moonshadow's dad slash your dad. Got any ideas? Oh, man. Because I know who's playing my dad. I'll tell you, I have it. It's... I would say if we could get Paul Rudd to look kind of like his character in Anchorman. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay, because your dad did have a very handsome 70s stash at one point. That's not bad. It's not, he's tiny. Like, he's probably... He feels like feels like your dad's got a foot on him. But, yeah. All right. <laughs> Paul Rudd is Moonshadow's dad. Okay, I like this. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins is playing my father. Uh, my dad had a mustache for a brief period. There's something about Paul F. Tompkins that reminds me of my dad. 100% Paul F. Tompkins has to play. And, and I need to see them interact with each other. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Paul F. Tompkins and Paul Rudd. I have do a movie together, so that should absolutely happen. Just Paul and Paul. Mm-hmm. Call it. Um, instead, instead of, you know, Dark Side of the Law, it's Paul and Paul. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> my, my mom, I think, would be played by Parker Posey. Like, there's almost no doubt about it. It's weird because I've I've had a crush on Parker Posey, but I still think she could play my mom. Who? <laughs> and I don't know. In this version, are is your female parental unit the evilest person on the planet, or are we gonna? What do we? How do we paint her? Do we make her? Well, I guess it depends. How dark do you want, do you want to keep this light? Then uh, you just, well, I'll tell just you. Keep, keep Keep the nuclear family if you want to try to keep it light well, and focus on the ninja. On the last thing that I started writing, it was way closer to our real lives, therefore dark. And <laughs> dark, and also there was like, uh, this, like this part of the robot's plot was to stage a school shooting. <laughs> so it got real dark in the last draft. It got, started that's working dark. Out. Yeah. That got dark. Fast. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, I, maybe you're right, though. Maybe you make it a little more, Let's let's say it's positive. Let's say it's a little more on the positive side. So which, which mom, which mom are we going for? I mean, is in this maybe there wasn't a divorce in this universe? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's based on, but uh-huh. not one hundred percent representative. It's supposed to be identical. It's not biographical. We, Jason, yeah. what? We didn't become ninjas. Wait, 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 wait what? We didn't become ninjas wait so what have you been doing in boise this whole time i've been i've been fighting i've been fighting crime by night what jason no by night i've been fighting crime that's never been the plan okay the plan is though there's one apparently there hasn't been a single plan but that's definitely like a universal plan between the two of us but that's definitely been my i thought it was understood that we became ninjas not not so Wait, so when you I say guess. I do boring IT stuff, you mean you actually do boring IT stuff for a living? Yes, that's literally ah. the verbiage I use, too. Okay. All right. Weird. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It doesn't. Let's, yeah, let's make this fun. Let's make it uh, two characters who actually communicate. Hmm? Let's just make it two friends yeah. who actually talk to each other. Yeah. That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah, let's, uh, 
Let's 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 play a fantasy mm-hmm. out, shall we? Uh, but every time I write it, though, like it does, like every I don't know. I feel like so. I just want you to know yes. that I the that Moonshadow will be played by the Cash Me Outside girl. <laughs> Moonshadow, what do you want to do next? Cash me outside. How about that? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Oh boy. Oh, but couldn't you get David after dentist? That's always a possibility. Or damn Daniel. Wait, what's damn Daniel doing? What's uh, what, what's what's damn Daniel doing? They're probably going to college. Oh yeah, right. But he could do it. Yeah, they, I mean, we could get both the damn Daniel kids. Um, okay. And there's just an option. Uh, they, they know they know what being in a viral video is like. Um, so do we almost. Uh, it depends if they're older than yeah than than the damn Daniel guys. I like this idea. Damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. Um, oh my God, that'd be so good. When I'm gonna write it. I'm gonna, I mean, uh, I mean, so that's also been part of it. Is I'm like, okay, so is this a movie about them as young kids, or is this a movie about them rediscovering <laughs> their ninjahood as as old older men? Because there, I can still be in my own movie. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Well, I think I think if you look at it from this perspective, yes. I feel like it would be interesting to do a a sort of Incredibles meets a Super Folks kind of uh-huh. thing, and be like, yeah, that for a long time they weren't ninjas. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, you know, we have an Oculus thing going on, and they went to like therapists and like. Mm-hmm made them no you weren't ninjas mm. guys this is a delusion and then they finally kind of getting their lives back on track uh-huh. and maybe they haven't talked to each other in like 10 right, years right, right and then like there's a the high school reunion that's always sure. a great motivator sure, for things yeah, right yeah. they get together at a high school reunion mm-hmm. anonymous gets kidnapped by fucking television and it all starts all over again that's not a bad idea mr miyagi comes and gives them their <laughs> rings <laughs> Can he be played by Ralph Macchio? Ralph Macchio will do it. He'll do it. He'll absolutely do it. Hey, guys, how are you? I'm Ralph Macchio. Uh, he's still playing Daniel, by the way. Damn, Daniel. He's still playing Daniel. I just feel like I should point that out. There's a Cobra Kai show coming out on YouTube Red. Oh, my. And, uh, yeah, Johnny's playing Johnny. He's playing Daniel. So, I mean. Well, you know what? Options. He could probably get away with it, not like Todd Duffy. Right, 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 right. Oh my God! Yeah, I do. Believe me. Could Todd Duffy be in our movie though? Like, I feel like he should be in there. Somewhere. I think, I think he should be. What's he up to? Know. Is he still working on his, uh, his, uh, his waiter uh, from Office guy? guy? From office? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not. Haven't talked to him in a while. I remember when he showed us all his videos on his MySpace. Yes, I do. I remember that as well. Uh, wait. So what's? All right. I don't know what the film Oculus is about, but now I'm looking it up. So there's there's some there's some element of of repressed memories, is what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the uh, uh, Karen Gillan mm-hmm. um, gets her 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 brother was in like jail juvie kind of thing. Um, there, because some things happened after their dad murdered their mom. Oh, creepy. Um, and then they were blaming this mirror uh-huh. and, and, uh, so when he was going through his deal, there was psychotherapy telling him he's making it up, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 you know, re- redirecting all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what her brother's character all is right. dealing with in the movie. Ooh, I have it. Oh my God. You just gave it, you, you just gave it to me hard. <laughs> okay. Here's my, well, the trailer idea that I had was my character in his shitty office job 
Weird that I would think of that. And um, <laughs> just a lot of your typical, like, I don't want to say American Beauty because now Kevin Spacey's a creep. But let's say, uh, like, uh, shots like in the apartment where you just see this very dull office. And then at some point, my my idea was, like, he opens up a case. I just really wanted to make a fun trailer where I get to use dry ice and a cool prop I've built that comes out of uh, underlit dry ice. That's really all I wanted to do. Okay, got okay, it. And that's originally, I'm like, oh, but it could be this. It could be some synthetic cheese and blah, blah, blah. Uh, well... If he has, like, a gun case, which I have a gun case that I bought for a video camera. If he has a gun case uh, and but doesn't know the combination of the lock on it and then all of a sudden flashes to that combination and turns out that this is real, uh, then then that could be exactly that. All right. We're just giving away the plot of this movie we're going to make. That's fine. Yeah. I don't care. See, this is what happens when we collaborate, Dan. Things work out really well, and then you and I are just like we go on our about our merry business and do other things. We're like, hey, what's that thing we we're collaborating really well on? Oh, right, yeah. Um, I like this idea, guys. If you have any ideas, we will take them. And when I say take them, I mean they will be our property. But if you want to call two zero eight five five seven three five two four, give us some plot points, character ideas, things that we can trademark and take from you. Um, we'll find a way to put you in the movie. I'm, right, Dan? We can guarantee them they'll be in the movie somewhere, right? Sure. Okay, why not? that's fine. So, also, if they're out there and you want to fund this movie, I'm pretty sure we get this made pretty cheaply. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Dan and I, we, we work cheap now. It's because we used to be stars, but, you know. Our world was taken over by the damn Daniels of the world. Um, they could, so, Todd, yes. Todd Duffy yes. did the voice of a puppet squirrel for three seasons on Barney and Friends. All right. Weird. And then he was on several six episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. And then he's done some other small voice roles and acting roles. He did a major character in Astrid Strudelman, the Unicorn Whisperer. And looks like in 2016 he did a TV show called Prank Boy. Prank Boy? I'm Prank Boy. Watch one of my pranks. Meow, meow. If you can't spew them, join them. Um, gross. That's very gross. And uh, 2016 is the last thing on his IMDb. Hmm. Hmm. Um, now he's probably going, you know, doing independent work. Sure. Sure. Do you, do, you, do you want to, before we go, I mean, we're not there yet, but uh-oh. What's the look on your face? What the what? <laughs> oh, no. What? Uh-oh. What? <clears throat> Oh, no. Can an actor lose rights over his own face? Well, it just happened on Thursday. This was in 2014. Mm-hmm. Todd Duffy, who portrayed the minor character of Tchotchke's waiter in Office Space, sued 20th Century Fox Film over a licensing deal that ushered an odd piece of ushered in an odd piece of merchandise, a box set called the Office Space Box of Flare, which included a 32-page book and 15 flare buttons. The merchandise references a scene in the Mike Judge film where Jennifer Aniston's character is told by her boss at a restaurant, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Duffy was upset that the company, in an attempt to leverage this joke, had used his face on both the book's cover and one of the buttons. He claimed a false endorsement violation under the Lanham Act. Interesting. When agreeing to be in the movie, the actor signed a day player agreement with Cubicle Inc., the film's production company. The contract granted Cubicle all rights throughout the universe to Duffy's performance, including the right to use pictures from his performance for commercial purposes in connection with the film. Interesting. It looks like there's a whole bunch of SAG versus contract agreements and stuff here. Mm. Todd. Todd. I didn't know all this was happening, Todd. Well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to Todd Duffy. I feel bad. I feel bad. Todd, I would like one of those buttons, though. So if you can give me one of those buttons, I'd be happy to wear it. Uh, That's very strange. It's strange when you find out things like that. 
Uh, do you yeah. do you want? Okay, do you want? Maybe that's why he hasn't had any jobs since then, it though. C- could be now everyone's afraid to to hire him because you don't want to get his face ends up on a piece of flare. He's gonna sue your ass. It could be. Uh, all right. Do we do we want to talk about something sort of serious, even though we have yeah. very little platform? Or okay, then we'll do the goofy ad at the end. I mean, it's a real okay. ad. I don't want anybody to think that we don't take our ads seriously. These are important ads. Yeah, they're they're yes. very important. You guys got to remember, like, just show people that we're supporting our ads. What? That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, uh, so here's the weird thing that that uh, came before us right before we started. Um, uh, our buddy Mike Shaver, who we've mentioned on the podcast before, is yes. uh, missing, and we okay, we didn't know this, so and we don't know much information. All we know is he was last seen in Orlando. I don't know when that was. Uh, he that's where he's lived uh, relative to there. Uh, he's lived in that area yeah. the last yeah. few years. But I guess his family has not heard from him since 2015 or so. Uh, and I don't know any more details. I did put it on my Facebook. I should put it on my actual page page just so that, like, yeah. my It's Jason Klom page. But, yeah, uh, if you guys see him, you'll see the photos I put up. Uh, if you guys see him, let his family know. Oh, let me know, and I'll let the family know because I, I don't have yeah. their emails or anything. I'd have to connect you on Facebook. Uh, so, yeah, that's really fucking weird, and it's hurting my brain a little bit. And, obviously, his family is doing yeah. more than, than I am. But, I, fuck, man, I had no idea. Because remember the last time I think we talked, like he said something about he was going to start a farm, and then on and then he disappeared off of Facebook. But then I didn't know that that was like the last. Yeah, I mean people do that all the time. Yeah, of course people drop off. The, you know, I figured, oh well, Mike's Mike's gotten a little conservative. He's probably getting a lot of shit on Facebook. Maybe he doesn't want to deal with it, and I that's fine. Yeah. But yeah. so, but apparently, yeah, uh, his family has not heard from him. So, uh, yeah, anything you guys can do to help, look at those photos. I will make sure to share them. Like I said on my page. Uh, I'll put them on the Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour page, too. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's us being serious for a minute because, obviously, uh, he's important. Uh, yeah, it's fucking weird. So I don't know what else to say other than I'm just fucking weird. About yeah, now. that's weird. That's very strange. Uh, but, I mean, like I said, like, we don't know where he went, yet somebody claims to have seen him recently, like at least physically seen him. So one hopes he's okay. I mean, the thing is there are – there are reports. I mean, think I don't want to speculate, but it has happened in history that people like legit have amnesia. They like legit lose their memory of who the fuck they are, and it takes forever to come back. Sometimes, don't know if that's the case. I just hope that if that is the case, that somebody. Any case, anybody. Ugh, sorry, I'm, I just can't think straight right now. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah, Mike's in a lot of our sketches, and will probably pop up in other sketches as more of the videotapes we talk about. Yeah, and he's also you know. Where he's not in them, he's probably lit them oh, or yeah. Oh, yeah. filmed them. Mike, so he's a, he's a major player in the DJCH experience. Yeah, for sure. He's one of the, and he, you know, he's uh, he's the reason I became a director because he wanted to be a director. Uh, <laughs> like I was like, oh, that sounds cool. I guess I should probably do that too. Uh, and like he lit all of our stuff. He's the one who like watched liked watching the uh, behind the scenes stuff with us and would kind of help us figure out how we can do that on VHS. I guess <laughs> uh, we made some cool looking shit with him. So, uh, yeah, he's an important part of, uh, of us, but obviously, <sighs> anyway, so if you guys hear about him, if you guys see him, let people know it's very important. Um, there's, there's no fun way to even transition to this, but here's the thing, guys, you guys, Dan, do you have trouble sleeping at night ever? Ever have trouble sleeping at oh, night? Oh, you, you know, the problems I have sleeping at night, Jason. <laughs> you have some serious ass trouble sleeping at night problems, Dan. Um, well, uh, this week, uh, brought to you via our, uh, pod ad service, podverts.com. Uh, Dan's going to tell you a little bit about 
his, uh, your, from what I understand, your new favorite mattress company. Yes. Yes, my new favorite mattress company. Mm-hmm. That I did not uh, warn whole... you to think about. They only send companies ad copy sometimes. So Which... it's, it, it's, it's Mattress Farm. Yes, Mattress Farm. With two Zs? Two Zs and one Q, but apparently that's a silent Q. Mm, okay. Uh, I've, I had been pronouncing it for all wrong for a long time, mm-hmm. but uh, eventually I got it right. And uh, I have to say, like they have, they have great models of mattress. Like mm-hmm. they have all my favorite like mattresses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? They've they've got Quatsit mattress. Ooh, which is you have to explain. It's it's a. Uh, uh, it's down filled oh, okay. like a pillow mm-hmm. right um only they don't pluck the 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 the, the birds mm-hmm. the, the geese they actually just stuff it full of fluffy geese wow they pluck well they they pluck the regular feathers leaving only down on the goose that's phenomenal that's very that's incredibly soft i, I would the, have to imagine that's the quatsit mattress all right beautiful and then there's there's the there's the purple mm-hmm. mattress okay purple mm-hmm um, that's made from a form of latex, mm-hmm. um, uncured. Mm. So it's just like sleeping in a puddle of latex. It's, I guess, supportive from what I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there is a higher level of maintenance on that as it does get sure. full of weevils and flies, but it comes as a, a skimmer. So, you know, he's easy peasy there. Right, right. That's um, pleasant sounding. And then, and then they've got they they don't just do mattresses. They've got chairs. Mm-hmm. They've got the Burfa Longer. Mm-hmm. That's just uh, it's it's like a recliner, only it's always in recline position. Oh, that's convenient. You don't have to put any of that effort into leaning it back. Exactly, nice. it's always in that position. Why has nobody thought of this before? I don't get it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. But uh, but mattress farm has. That's great. That's great. Well, they're going to love the fact that uh, we were talking about it on, on today's podcast. You guys should go to podverts.com. That's P-O-D-V-E-R-T-S dot com slash Dan and Jay. And then just in the drop down, just select, select uh, Matra's Farm, which Dan will later tell me uh, how to properly spell out so that I can uh, uh, just yes, talk to the Podverts people and add that. So that's very exciting. Yeah. Boy. It's good times. Can't wait to get been... a night's sleep on that, on one of those. Yep. Mm-hmm. A night's sleep. I won't qualify it. I haven't slept on one. But it will be definitely an entire night. An entire night's sleep. Thank you. There. An entire night's sleep, possibly cumulative. Possibly. Are there any I don't want to get into guarantees and coupons. They haven't just again go to podverts.com. I would go to their I would yeah, I would go to Podverts. Uh, any any information you need to know about Mattress Farm, mm-hmm. you can find there. Exactly right. Specifically, the information you'll find there is um, to tell them that you heard about them from us. Yeah, that's really important. A lot of these companies, they're making it difficult to actually find their product, but I'm happy to talk about them. I just wish they would give us, like, their website or, you know, their Twitter or anything. Like, I'm not – it's – it's. They probably – I mean, I think I think Podverts gives them, a like, like an advertising revenue piece kind of thing. Okay, okay. So they go through that. You know, there's, like, a code, customer code mm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a very weird system, but, you know, who am I to say? I'm not – I'm not a successful pod – Hey, look, ad, regular regular ads on websites just aren't doing it anymore. People have ad blocker. Right. That's true. Do you think? Oh. And, and Podverts is there to fill that niche. We should consider. Think about this. I don't know how we do it. But we invent 
a podcatcher app that has an ad blocker built in. So where it can assume uh-huh. ads will be, uh, it's just got a long <laughs> beep. <laughs> and like we just do the average on when it might come in. Uh, and then, yeah, we censor out the ads. It doesn't skip forward. It censors them out. So you it can't censors hear them. them. That may... That's a good so idea. So on like Jones's YouTube channel, mm-hmm. it'll just be much be one. Alex Jones's thing is just going to be one long beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since everything he does is basically one long ad for Alex Jones's. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Buffalo powder. I mean, it, <laughs> Buffalo powder. I think that should uh, happen anyway. I mean, regardless. So yeah, <laughs> yeah true. we can. I mean, it's practically there already. You just for that for that you just like detect when the decibels go above like a thousand. It's uh-huh. <laughs> true. That's true. He could be. He he whispers at the level of a jet engine. So <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's fun. We're gonna hopefully we don't. I'm I'm, I'm guessing there's no cross cross pollination between us and InfoWars. That would be weird. What if it turns out all of our listeners are InfoWars people somehow? <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought you cucks were... I thought you were parodious. <laughs> Mocking the libtards. <laughs> the cuck libtards out there. Uh, well, if you were, if you are feeling that way, then, uh, well, surprise, surprise. I don't know what to say, but thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, again, check out Maz- Matrez Farm. And again, you'll see how to spell that on the drop down. Uh, Dan, yeah. Do you have any like words you want to leave the people with this week? Because I, I just I feel like it's 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 important to always leave people with something to think about. You know. Um. Mr. Beeper. Mr. Beeper. I agree. Uh, and then uh, oh wait, you know what? Can I find it? Let me see if I can find it. Uh, my final word might have to take a second because it might take a minute to find. Let me see. Uh, let's see. Oh my God, where is it? Let me see. If I type in tree, there there was a book of poetry that I worked on mostly, but I remember there was something that you and I and Mike wrote together. Ah, God damn it! What is it called? Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I know that there's there's some good stuff in there. Uh, okay, Mis- there's Mr. Beeper, you said. Yeah. I did. Uh, let's see. I know it all. Let's see. I'm trying to think of another good one of his one of her one of his better character names. I mean, they're always good. Um, Mr. Beeper who if I remember correctly always had his hand in his pants. Always, always. had his hands in his pants. Um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see. I'm the worst at the. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> um, no, he's that's not him. Let's see. Uh, he called himself Mike Shaver an awful lot. Uh, let's see here. We got. I know we got. Oh, I think this was him as well, Mr. Snoozer. He's a guy who kept falling asleep. Oh yeah. So there we go, Mr. Beeper and Mr. Snoozer. And Mr. Snoozer. Sweet. <laughs> Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a stolen dress entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash DJC Hour, follow us on Twitter at DJC Hour, and find everything in one place at DanandJay.com.
Look at us rocking and rolling. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Yum yum. Yum yum. Yum yum. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. I love it so much. I put it in my mouth all the time.